Welcome back to another edition of Stickles Pickles, week three, and a big slate of games here uh, for the college football landscape. We are back talking. We're excited, doing it early. Will, how are you doing today? Feeling good. Feeling great. Yeah, doing it when the sun's out. Gives a little different vibe to the pod. So uh, I got the guns out, baby. Oh, gun show. Watch out. Got permits for those things or what? No, uh, no, no license needed in Kentucky, baby. Oh, see? There you go. Go, come on. Don't even need to conceal them anymore. That's wild. Yeah, it's the Wild West out here. But yeah, feeling uh, good. Had a good week last week. Uh, my yeah. losses weren't bad losses, and my wins were pretty easy wins, so... Big hit it. on the big hit on the hot pickle uh, with Washington State. Yeah, and it was never. I mean, it's pretty much a, a sweat free uh, a game for me at least. So they uh, they kind of dominated the whole way. Back to back weeks of hitting the hot pickle had Fresno State week one, Washington State week two. Yeah, can he make it three for three with a third we'll consecutive hot pickle? It'd be huge. I myself not so lucky. Two and four. I avoided. I, I avoided the fade. Um, the fade treatment. The fade haircut that I said I would do if uh, if I did go one and five again. Um, got, got a little lucky. Unluck- got a little unlucky. That uh, that Illinois Kansas game was headed for the over um, until they until they decided to get sloppy with the ball. UConn was never in it. That was a terrible pick. They scored seven points against Georgia State. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Stanford looked like uh, a JV team against USC, so that was not the right spot for them. They almost made it close. Um, they just they stink on offense. Um, yeah, that makes that means Hawaii's defense is pretty bad too. But yeah, um, them and then uh, I don't even remember my other picks. Oh wait, I have it right here. Uh, Iowa never in doubt. That under in Texas State and Utah or in uh, not Utah. Uh, San Antonio, UTSA, never yeah. in doubt. Yep. Uh, NC State was in it and then just decided to get their doors blown off. I think that was it. I had who uh, I had Colorado minus three against Nebraska, which that game was ugly in the first half. Easy money. Uh, but, yeah, they, they covered very easily. Um, I had... Utah versus Baylor, which ended up winning. They won by seven. I got I lost by the hook there. I had him at seven and a half. So that stunk. But they didn't look Utah did not look good. I was talking so much talking them up so big. I was like, they're gonna dominate him. And they did uh they did not look good in that game. Um and that was the other one. My other loser was Virginia Tech, the Virginia Tech money line against Purdue, which that was just a funky game, the all all around. It was such a weird game. It was like a four hour delay with the rain. I tried to tell you. That I mean, was, it was perfect. That was the that was, that was that's been Purdue. I feel like the last like two years, three years, just Virginia Tech's down seventeen, comes back and scores seventeen points in the second <laughs> quarter, ties it up, going into half, and then one touchdown scored the rest of the game. So you know, yeah, they're bad. They're bad. Grant Wells is bad. Um, it's not you know, it's not the traditional. It uh, is not Blacksburg. Uh, Hokie Stadium treatment, whatever the hell their stadium's called. Lincoln Stadium, I'm pretty sure. But we're past week two. We're into week three. Yeah. It's a new week. We're here to give the people what they want, which is winners. Um, Want to talk, plug in the platforms again. We're on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon Music. We're working on, I, I created a YouTube. We're working on trying to get our videos to YouTube, I we're 
we're noobs at this. Yeah, we're noobs. We're really but... figuring this out as we go. So uh, bear with us, please. And we're we're trying to get some shorts up and other things, but um, yeah, we're we're, uh, we're working with, on it. We're noobs with boobs. Um, again, follow us on mm-hmm. Twitter. That's Sticks Picks CFB on Twitter. Um, send us an email if you want to talk about college football or have questions about the show. That's uh, sticklespicklescfb at gmail.com. Um, you know, we'll be checking those and seeing when people write in. Right now, the show, we are 11 and 18 uh, so far for the season. So Tough. That is tough. Uh, we're down, the ship, though. Yeah, we're down seven and a half units. Um, but you know what? It's a long season, so we are we're we're getting we're getting it back. I have no I have no doubt in my mind that we're we're gonna bounce back this week and keep the trend right on ticking, baby. Exactly. So. Exactly. Big games this week. Let's get to the schedule here. I don't. I mean. I don't think there's any like big. There, there's no Alabama Texas this week, which was a great no. game. Um, was well, a great game. Good for Texas, by the way. Yeah, good for Texas. Good I don't for think Texas Alabama indeed. is out like you know normal Alabama anymore, but uh, yeah, good one for them. Yeah, I mean, there's just not. I don't. There's no. I don't believe there's any two. I mean, there's Tennessee Florida, which is a rivalry yep. game, but yep. I mean, Florida, you know, make it them what you will. Yeah, there's really nothing. There's Colorado, Colorado State, but Colorado State is ass. Um, no, no two ranked teams playing each other this week. So weird, funky lines. A lot of big favorites again. Um, but there's value out there, baby. hundred percent. I can smell it. Will tell me about your picks. You start us off for week three. Who you? Who do you like? What's your first pick? Yeah, so I don't have any uh, picks for the Thursday-Friday games, but I'm going straight to Saturday uh, to the noon games. And I love Florida State minus 13.5 for the first half spread against Boston College. Um, so Florida State, juggernaut. We both picked them to win the conference this year. Uh, Boston College, not a juggernaut. They're not good at the game. Um, Florida State, I, I think they're going to come out. They're going to get all of them early. Um, you know, Florida State can just score the ball. Uh, essentially at ease. If they can go in and, and, you know, put up numbers against LSU's defense, I think they'll be able to tear apart Boston College's defense. So uh, just quick stats for you. Florida State already has over 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns on the season through, what, two weeks? Three weeks. So, you know, they're going to be coming in uh, coming in hot. Uh, they're coming off a win 66-3 to against Southern Miss. Uh, and I think Boston College is right around the same skill level as, as Southern uh, Mississippi. So, uh, I, I think they'll they'll go in. They'll do just fine. I, I don't think there's going to be any pushback against Boston College there. Uh, I think they very easily cover that 13 and a half spread for the first half. Florida State first half minus 13 and a half. Correct. I'm going to make notes of this that way I can easily track this better. Follow us on the Action Network uh, app as well to where we post all of our picks. We do post our picks to Twitter too. I meant to mention that in the plugs plug section but i forgot um that's where we're keeping track of all of our bets all right fsu first 13 and a half first half first half and i, and I do think they cover uh, the, yeah. the actual game spread which i saw at 26 and a half so yeah that's that is that is accurate it's 20 opened at 28 and is at 26 yeah. currently so yeah i don't i don't hate that i looked at the those big spread those big spreads scare me because 
you know, it's just you never know what the motivation factor is going to be like. So, uh, especially late in the game, backdoors and yeah. such. Uh, I'm going to take you. So, I actually like the Thursday and fr- some of the Thursday and Friday night games. So, I'm actually going to talk. My first bet is on Thursday. I'm taking the Memphis Tigers minus 14 and a half against the Navy Midshipmen. We've been on the wrong side with Navy already this year. Uh, I've been keeping my tabs on them. The last, the last of the last three games, the last two games actually for Memphis, they've covered the spread easily against Navy. You know, they're two conference opponents. Um, Memphis is Memphis is familiar with them. They're not going to be fooled. You know, they're not going to come in unprepared for that triple option, even on a short week. I really did look at Navy. I thought this would be a good spot for them. You know, on a short week, but Memphis has played them on a Thursday before. They covered, uh, and. I think that's just due to the fact that Navy's been worse. Like, it's just gotten worse the last few years. Yeah, they struggled to score against... Yeah, they can't score the ball. Yeah, they struggled to score against Wagner last yeah. week. Memphis has a high-flying offense. They bring back their starting quarterback um, and a, a lot of talent along the offensive line. Now, they do have to replace, like, their top four pass catchers, but, I mean, they've been putting up numbers the last, the last two uh, games. I think they scored in the 50s. Uh, last week against uh, against another, you know, no, no, against Arkansas State, they thirty-seven to three against Arkansas State, fifty-six to fourteen against Bethane Cookman. Yeah. Um, but so I just think this is really more of a play that Navy's or Memphis is familiar with Navy. Um, Memphis has a strong offense against a you know a, a defense that Navy I don't think is you know they I think they've got some. Some talent there. They ha- they have people with experience that are in their secondary, but really, I think it's just Memphis is just going to overpower them and not be you know not be surprised. That offense just isn't ready. Like there, I think it could be end up being decent, but they got to get more playmakers in there. They got the there's a brand new. It's a triple option attack, but it's a new style. So you know, I yeah. think it's just they just don't have the playmakers. And right now, the the money is on. There's a 23 percent discrepancy between. The amount of bets and the money, so a lot of big money's on Memphis right now. So I'm following the money and taking the Tigers. Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, Navy just can't score the ball. You're right with uh, Memphis being able to get through it. Uh, you know, throw the ball in the air. I, I like mm-hmm. that pick. I'll probably follow. Thanks. I need some. I need some Thursday Friday action. So I'll probably tail that. Yeah, baby. Do you want to stick with? Do you want to go ahead and give your? Is your next bet on Friday? Yeah, I have, and I okay. had seven plays this week, so you know, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> slow down. I'll stay Friday. Um, I looked at all three of the games on Friday and was going to be a little squirrely, but uh, I am staying with the service academies. We're going to Air Force in Utah State, but we're taking the under forty six and a half. Under forty six and a half Air or Air Force Utah State. I looked at the line. It's. I think it's nine and a half right now. Under the total spoke more to me just because I bet Air Force in this game last year and they lost outright as like a ten point favorite in Utah State. And Air Force only returns five starters on offense. They do return the majority of their starters on defense, which was the best defense in the Mountain West, and I believe the number one number one scoring defense or and like points allowed last year in college football. I think they're so, still ranked number one this year too. Yeah. So. They've got a. Uh, They've got a strong defense. Utah State returns. Uh, they were, I believe, uh, minus 10 on the TARP score. So, uh, as we talked about um, back in the preview picks, TARP is, you know, returning production and transfers coming into the program. The higher the, the, higher the number, that means the, mo- the more returning production and with added transfers, 
you get it. If it's, if you're in the negatives, not looking great. Utah State's minus ten, um, yeah. which is one of the lowest ones I've seen. Uh, and you know they don't return. I think they I think they lost four starters on the offensive line. The majority of the people coming back for Air Force is in their linebackers and secondary, which this is a Utah State team that likes that that likes to throw the ball. I think the the with the new additions at quarterback and at the skill positions for Air Force, they're going to look to run the ball and you know control the clock. The under is always a good bet when you're betting service academies, just because you know it's pounding the rock and you know ground game. They ran the ball last week, Air Air Force on I believe. 61% of their of their possessions they were, they only threw it three times. Yeah. They, they controlled 61% of the possession for the entire game. Uh the defense is good. It's at home, I think a little bit of revenge and look for uh look for Air Force to take the air out of the ball and take this one home and hopefully keep it below the number. Nice. I don't hate it. 43% money discrepancy too on that. 43 43% of the money is on the under as opposed to what the bets would be. Okay. Cool. Nice pick. Any other Thursday, Friday games? No, I have some pickle chips. I'll throw in on some of the other ones that I like there, but. Okay. Cool. Well, my uh, second pick, we're going to go to Kansas state, Missouri, and I'm taking Kansas state minus four and a half. So um, rank on the defensive side, they're actually both ranked pretty high, but they played nobody. They played high school teams the first two weeks uh, for each team. Um, but Kansas, I like Troy. I had I I gave out Troy and my pickle chips last week, so I think that was yeah. a decent win by Kansas State. Yeah, I mean, out of all the teams they played, Troy is the hardest one. Out of the four teams that two teams Missouri played, two teams Kansas State played, Troy was the was the best one that they won the Sun Belt faced, last so. year. Yeah, so but Kansas State still put it on. Yeah. So uh, you know, Kansas State could score pretty well. Missouri, at least from their numbers. Um, have shown they can put up points, but Missouri's defense is ranked 80th total, and they played South Dakota in Middle Tennessee State. So, uh, you know, they haven't they haven't done well on, on defense. I think Kansas State's going to go in there, throw the ball on them pretty good. Um, actually, Kansas State's running game is pretty solid this year, too. They have the, one of the best offensive lines in their conference, and I think they're going to be able to run the ball all over Missouri, which is just going to set up the, the throw even more. Um, so they're going to, you know, maybe ground and pound the first drive or two and then open up that the long ball, and, you know, I think they're going to put up numbers. They're going to put up points. They're going to do pretty quickly. Um, might even start off as potentially a low-scoring game is what I have here in my notes, but uh, I think Kansas State ends up turning it around the second half and, and uh, you know, puts up 40 on Missouri. It's kind of my where I have them. I looked at this game, too. I actually kind of liked Missouri, um, mainly just because uh, she – because it's – I think this is maybe a little bit of a look-ahead spot for them. Um, they've got some talent on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, if you recall last year, you know, in, in, in spots, Missouri played, you know, really, really gave Georgia the best game they probably had all year. Yeah. Um, maybe, I guess, Ohio State, you could probably, you could say, probably gave them the best game. But, you know, they had, you know, they had Georgia on the ropes um, last year. So, you know, you could maybe look at, think of a little bit of a look ahead spot there last week against Middle Tennessee State. Um, I just, yeah, I just didn't. I saw that too, and just felt a little bit of. Uh, I was a little, little scared of that, and maybe didn't know if I was could trust the hype. My only concern is this is the this is the first game for each team that actually played a a, a good team, or, yeah. or you know, a, an average to a good team, 
Um, so I, I'm hoping both teams get up, or at least Kansas State gets up for this game and and is able to come out and you know just put up big points. It's really you know, I, I think I think it should be a good game at first. I, I just think eventually Kansas State pulls away. I like it. I like it. I don't. I don't. I don't hate it. I, should, I, should, I don't yeah. like. I don't hate it. I'm going to change it. Yeah. I don't hate yeah. it. All right. I'll take that. Um, my first game on Saturday. I am going to Champagne, Champagne, Illinois. I'm taking the Nittany Lions minus fourteen and a half. Yeah. Um, this is more of a fade on the Illini. Uh, as I said in the preview, I'm not high on this Illini team. Probably should have lost to Toledo in week one. They did lose outright to Kansas week two and looked pretty bad doing it, and they cost me my fucking over. Um, <laughs> the offense doesn't look good. You know, they miss uh, their running back. I think it's Chance Brown, Chad Brown. You know what I mean? Brown. Sure. The Brown guy. Um, well. And, uh, well, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Luke Altmyers, our quarterback, who was the backup for at Old Miss, uh, doesn't not wow good. me at all. Yeah, yeah, not not good. And the and really the big difference between this year's team and last year's team is the defense. You know, they lost a lot of NFL talent, NFL level talent from that defense from last year. And you know, you saw that against Kansas where they moved the ball up and down. They could have scored more points than what they did uh, in that game. I think they maybe took their foot off the gas a little bit and turned the ball over. Um, Toledo hung twenty eight on them, um, which they have a good offense, but. Uh, you know, a MAC team going into a Power Five Big Ten team—you don't usually see, you know, that close of a game. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, th- that's really the, the and they they actually a little to give you a little bit of numbers on this. They are one, uh, ranked 103rd in the country in yards per play on defense for Illinois. Okay. Penn State ranks 25th in the country. Yeah, they've got yeah. some big time playmakers. Uh, Singleton at running back. Another, they have another running back, Drew Aller, um, at quarterback. I think takes advantage of their you know weaker secondary. I think they're going to be able to run the ball well on them because um, they're they're not good against either. So yeah, um, you know, and this is a revenge game for James Franklin. Uh, Illinois went into Happy Valley last year and beat them, and so like an elephant, James Franklin doesn't forget. And he saw in week one when he, you know, put it on West Virginia with a with a meaningless touchdown to uh, cover the spread. So I'm, I he might knows be the spreads might, going into these games. I swear exactly, he does. Exactly. I'm. I might be riding James Franklin in a world well, for if, if this if this covers again, and we may be we may have to ride James Franklin on uh, knowing what the what the spread is. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm down. I'm with that. Good pick. I don't mind it. Um, all right, so my what well, I've done two. So my third pick, and this is a uh, well here, my third pick. I'm taking Western Michigan plus twenty eight and a half against Iowa. Now uh, this has nothing to do with me liking Western Michigan at all. It's strictly a system play here. Uh, What's I, the system? Uh, that Iowa can't score the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh uh. Iowa hasn't beaten a team by 28 in years. I, I, I try to go back and look and see when the last time it was. It's been at least three or four years. So they didn't do it last year. They, they beat a few teams by 27, but uh, they haven't beaten a team by 28 and a half, especially by 28 in, in a long time. Um, it basically just comes down to, I, like I said, Iowa can't score the ball. I don't think Kate McNamara brings in that much more offense this year than, you know, than they had last year. Um, now, Western Michigan, well, I think they're, they've got lost to Syracuse 44 to three last week. So yep. if that has any indication on uh, how this game could go, it could get ugly. 
I'm just saying I'm, I'm strictly sticking by that Iowa can't score the ball. I think Western Michigan does just enough to cover this. Um, you know, if they even score once, then I think it should be a lock. Um, now, will they score once? That is going to be tough because uh, they couldn't score the ball last week against Syracuse. Can they score the ball against an Iowa defense that's top five in the country? We'll see. Um, but like I said, I'm I'm sticking by that Iowa is not going to beat this team by over 28. So I'm they're sticking to it. I don't hate that play. I I don't hate it at all. I think you're the Iowa offense, even with K McNamara, is yeah still gross. So Did you see that okay. clip he had this week. No, I saw. I I didn't watch it, but <laughs> I saw it out there, and that people were making a yeah kerfuffle about it. What was it? It was uh he said you know the the defense is gonna you know they're gonna come they're gonna come a lot and just like, and he starts <laughs> laughing mid mid interview <laughs> so, and That's all the amazing. interview guys start uh, start laughing with him so it was, it was kind of funny but uh, <laughs> yeah I I just think it's gonna be uh it's this is gonna be one of those games where you're just like it's gonna be on the TV and you're like why am I watching this yeah how yeah, how, just, how it's yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be sucky football it's not gonna be very competitive like Iowa should dominate Western Michigan. Not even right. like a good jersey game too. It's like no. you know, black and brown, black and, yeah. Yeah, brown and white. Like it's gonna yeah. look like yeah, like Iowa too. So I mean, it's just gonna be you know, mm. it's gonna be tough. But twenty eight and a half. Twenty eight Broncos. Broncos row the boat. Oh, sorry, that's yep. not them anymore. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm you know going on to my next game, and this is uh, another Saturday game, obviously. I'm Captain Underpants, Will. I'm taking another under. Uh-oh. Ohio, Ohio State, Western Kentucky, under 64. Um, this is mainly because I don't think – I don't know if this is – this isn't the same OSU offense we saw the last couple Not of years. Not at all. Um, they struggled to get to over 30 points against Youngstown last week. Uh, Western Kentucky doesn't have a good defense, and they were really reliant on turnovers last year. Um, and so I think they're, you know, that's a lot of that's kind of luck. So I'm thinking that luck changes here, but Western, Western, you know, their team is based around their offense. You know, the Austin Reed, at quarterback, uh, Corley at wide receiver, you know, these, they, they are the ones that, you know, stir the drink here for this team. They score a bunch of points and that's how they win games. This is going to be the best offense that, or this is going to be the best defense they've ever seen. Yeah. So. You know, you got a, a really good Ohio State secondary, two of the top ed- edge rushers in the game um, against a not, you know, not, a, there's a, a, I think four of the five offensive linemen are juniors and one sophomore on the Western Kentucky. But this is, this is going to be by far the best talent they've ever seen. And so it's going to be, you know, I think they're going to try to throw a lot of quick game to get the ball out of the hands of Austin Reed, do screens and stuff like that. But I mean, this is, this is a, a different level of team speed uh, on defense that I think what I think Western's faced before. So um, I don't think they're going to have much luck on offense, and I don't think Ohio State's you know going to going to put up uh, you know fifty hang fifty yeah. on them. So no, I agree. I think if, if you know we're looking you know around thirty five fourteen thirty five twenty one, you know, yeah, thirty six thirty eight whatever, and we're. You're covering. Cash, we're cashing the under, and I am undefeated on my under picks so far this year. So that's nice. why I'm Captain Underpants, baby. Nice. Yeah, you, you see the unders well, huh? I do see the unders well. There's also a decent amount of uh, 
discrepancy on the money there. I think 20% is on the under, uh, of, you know, so big money's on the under as cool. opposed to what the bets being made are. Nice. Uh, all right. So my next pick would be my fourth pick. Um, I have UAB versus Louisiana Lafayette over 59 and a half. So both teams, big throwing teams. Um, the UAB is a top 25 team, um, uh, 25 passing team in the country. Uh, Louisiana likes to throw the ball as well. Um, they both put up pretty decent numbers. Both teams are averaging over 30 points right now. Um, and really it's going to come back. It's going to come down for me, come down to the fact that there's uh, the defenses aren't great on either side of the ball. Um, they're both allowing a lot of points here. I think this is going to be a high scoring affair. Hopefully just back and forth bombs down the field is kind of what I'm seeing. Uh, you know, both offenses throwing is very high powered. Um, and both secondaries on each defense, def- both secondaries on each defense aren't good. Um, you know, they're, they're just allowing a lot of yards per play. Um, UAB has one of the fastest offenses in the country too. So that's going to help. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got the over here. Just need to hit 60. Um, each team just keeps doing what they're doing. Averaging over 30 points should hit relatively easily. Um, I also kind of like UAB to cover here, but take that with what you will, but I'm going, uh, over 59 and a half. That's a uh, Trent Dilfer's team. So that's uh, a yeah. new coach over there. So UAB, uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Correct. Uh, over 59 and a half. Over 59 and a half. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm moving on. I've got, you said you still have your hot pickle, right? I got one more pick and then a hot pickle. Okay. I've got, I've only got two more than, okay. uh, than mine. Uh, going to Saturday night. And we've talked about them. We we both have features on them to win the Pac-12, taking the Washington Huskies minus 16.5 against the old Sparties. Um, nice. News, news came out this week that they are moving away. Spartans are moving away from Mel Tucker, firing him after the uh, alleged sexual misconduct um, yep. going on there. Uh, so, you know, this is a team that also had a decent amount of turnover from the transfer portal and a lot of new stuff coming in, not new players in there and new positions. So a lot of distractions this week. And that's not what you need when you go up, when you're going up against this Husky team that returns the, that has the highest tarp rating uh, in the country um, with returning production and transfers coming in. And they've played some people, you know, they, they played Boise state in their first game and lit them up. Uh, I think they played Portland state um, next. And, you know, I don't think beat them as bad or it was still, comfortable you know yeah um this is the uh they're they're right now they're the number two passing um offense in the in the country washington is uh michigan state hasn't played anybody they played uh central michigan and uh, an fcs team so you know their scores you know you kind of or no they played they played richmond and central michigan so you know, I think they struggled with Richmond early too, yeah. uh, before kind of coming through pouring on them. So, you know, last year Washington gave it to them bad in uh, up in Seattle. I think this year's an even better Washington team with uh, you know a team that's got a lot of a lot of stuff going on internally in the program and a lot of eyeballs on them for not the right reasons. So, you know, especially then going up against a really good team there in in uh, the Huskies, I think this could get ugly early. Cool. I don't mind it. I looked at that too. Um, I thought it was a little high, but yeah, you're, you're right. The distraction on the campus. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I don't hate it. I, I, you know, I could definitely see the reason why you took him. That worried me too. I think that the line opened at, I think the line opened around 14 though. I think it was like 14 or maybe 12. So it shot up pretty quickly. So, I mean, this is a pretty, this is a public play. Uh, it opened at 13 and a half. So, yeah. you know, it's gone up three points. So a lot of, a lot of public, a lot of people on the public are on it, but you know, public's got to win too sometimes, right? Yep, exactly. All right, I don't mind it. Um, so my last regular pick, we're going to go to the Florida-Tennessee game, and I'm taking Florida plus six and a half at home here. So um, I'm back in a team that's coming in hot. They're, they're starting to heat up a little bit. They took care of business big last week, uh, and Tennessee, the total score would say they did, but if you caught any of that game it, against Austin P. Uh, they did not look great. I mean, it was six to six going into halftime, essentially. Then Tennessee scored a long run, uh, to put them up 13 to six at halftime. So, um, Tennessee struggled. Uh, might know that they went three for 12 on third downs against Austin P. If they do that again, Tennessee's losing outright at Florida. Um, like I said, Florida's trending in the right direction here. Tennessee's not. Uh, Gators put up uh, 327 rushing yards or something like that in the last uh, last two weeks. So, granted, they didn't do much against uh, Utah, but they you know turned it right around last week and and got it going on the ground. Which I said they I I said that would be the biggest struggle for Utah when we watched that first game. They didn't do it at all. Uh, they figured out the running game here. I think they keep that momentum going on the ground. Um, I think it's also going to come down to Graham Mertz, though, but uh, he has to take care of the ball. Uh, it just kind of he has to take Graham care of the ball. Man. Yeah, has to take care of the ball. Uh, he looked all right last week. You know, they didn't play real competition. Um, but Florida's also going to have to keep Joe Milton in the pocket. Um, you know, can't beat him with his feet. Has a cannon of an arm. Everyone knows it. Uh, so can't beat him downfield. Make him just do those kind of dig and dunk passes. The whole bend don't break defense here. Um, Keep Milton in the pocket. I think he. I think he's good for at least one or two interceptions. Also, the swamp at night. I. I think could be deadly. Um, so I'm. I'm taking Florida plus six and a half. I think they beat him on the ground. I think they do just enough to. Uh, to hold off the Tennessee passing attack and. Uh, I think cover here. Win probably not. Cover. I. I think that could be in the cards. It's gonna be a I great look, game though. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's probably the best game of the weekend, honestly. Yeah. and that's that's a, a game I looked at as well. Uh, and yeah, I think if you're going to play this game, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play the Gators there. So yeah, it's a public pick. pick. I think, I think most everything I looked at had Florida plus six and a half. Um, but it's really can't, can Gators score? <laughs> can Graham Mertz make some plays? You know, can, uh, Joe Milton not have 150 yards on the ground? Gotcha. Yep. So, uh, my last pick, um, for, my last regular pick is um, going late at night. Um, I love I love this pick. I really do, which makes me think it's not going to hit. But um, <laughs> I hate the fact that I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it. Um, I'm taking the Wyoming Cowboys plus 28 and a half against the Texas Longhorns. Oh. This is a big-ass letdown spot for the Longhorns. After coming off a big win in Tuscaloosa, yeah. you come home, you take on, you know, Wyoming. Wyoming has the, I believe they're top five. They're top five in the country in terms of returning production. Um, so they're experienced. They've already beaten a, a team that was that I was high on. They beat Texas Tech at home in, in a double overtime. So 
you know, they've got the goods and Texas Tech beat Texas last year. Now this is, you know, this, we're doing the transitive property here, but yeah, uh, this is not a team to be sleeping on if you're Texas. I think the fact that they beat Texas Tech already in the year is going to maybe, you know, wisen them up. But like I said, they're riding high off that Alabama win. And 28 and a half is a lot of points. Wyoming, you they are a ball control offense. They're going to want to run the ball. Um, control the clock, beat you, beat you on the ground, and you know, kind of grind out, take the air of the ball, grind you out, um, hit you with play action, um, quarterback run, that sort of thing. So, I don't. I think that you know, again, Texas is going to be a little hungover from the from that game. Uh, huge discrepancy in money and bets. Forty five percent discrepancy in terms of what the the money, where the money and the bets are. So, I think that's like, I don't know what the actual bet percentage is, but you know, the public's going to be all over Texas because they, you know, they're number fourteen, they're the number four ranked team in the country, and uh, I think Wyoming goes in there and gives them a game. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. Huge letdown spot for Texas here. Look past, you know, look past game. I don't mind. I mean, that's a lot of points. Yeah, you know, no matter how you cut it. So, I don't mind it. Just hold Last, on. Just, hold, yeah, it's all you got to do. Hold on, baby. <laughs> well, and this new clock rule, it, it really helps out teams. Uh, I think it saves a lot of blowouts. Granted, there still have been some, you know, that you still see your yeah. huge spreads. But, you know, if a team's competitive, I think it, I think that new clock rule keeps it close. For sure, for sure. So, w- which helps. All right, you want to go to Hot Pickles? Do you want to do a Hot Pickle or do you want to do a Pickle Chips real quick? Uh, go, let's go Pickle Chips. All right. You want to run through yours? I'll run through mine. Mine are on my phone. Yeah, and I've got yeah, just some that I was so for my pickle chips. Let me get here on my phone as well. Click the wrong button. So I liked the under in UTSA and Army. That was a pickle chip. That was a game I thought about giving out. Uh, again, it's another service academy um, where it's it's uh, UTSA has a good defense and they have a good rushing attack. Army, even though they are changing their offense as well, you know, still new, lost lost in their opener to UL Monroe. Um, then before coming back, bouncing back against Delaware State, the mighty Hornets of Delaware State. So uh, UTSA, you know, low low scoring affair against Texas State, and a, a, you know, not a juggernaut on defense. I don't know what the deal is with their offense. Yeah, um, but that was an easy. That was the, an easy under. Uh, last week, so I think the under keeps rolling there. Mississippi State plus nine and a half against LSU. And let's see, anything else that I liked? Uh, Notre Dame minus thirty-four and a half against Central Michigan. I'm tired of losing uh, with Notre Dame. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, Minnesota plus seven and a half against UConn, or not UConn, North Carolina. And that's it for pickle chips for me. Okay. Um, mine are, I like Bowling Green team under six and a half against Michigan. Uh, I don't think they score the ball. They might get a field goal here or there, but uh, I don't think What's they score. number? Six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling Green under six and a half, total team under. What's the odds, uh, the odds on that? Uh, minus 110? Should be. Even a field goal, even if they get a field goal, do you get the you get a win. Even they get two field goals. 
I, I'll have to go back and I'll have to circle back on the uh, on the odds there. I'm pretty sure it's 110, but I didn't. I'll I'll, I'll get that to you. Um, I like IU plus ten and a half here um, with Louisville. Uh, Louisville has a pretty potent offense, so at least they're they've shown they are right now. Um, they killed it last week, um, and then uh, but IU has a pr- pretty good def- pretty good defense, so I think they keep it close. Um, what else am I having here? Oh, I like Rutgers minus six and a half against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech uh, blew it last week, so I like that. And then one more. Good defense for Rutgers, too. Yeah, definitely. And then um, I think I like Northern Illinois plus 10.5 against Nebraska. I've been against Nebraska every game, and they uh, they have not covered once. So yeah. I'm going to stick with it. Um, yeah, I'm no, taking they covered, Northern Illinois. They covered week one. Nebraska covered week one. Oh, I was sorry. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. They've um, lost. They've lost every, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've lost every time. Uh, but either way, I'm taking Northern Illinois uh, plus 10.5. Uh, another one I thought about, uh, Duke minus 18 and a half against Northwestern. Yep. I don't mind it. Um, do you want to give your hot pickle first? Yeah, I will. So I'm writing this down. So I have it on my notes and not my phone. Uh, hot pickle. I'm going Houston Moneyline versus TCU plus 245. So That is hot. So that's juicy. Um, both teams to score the ball. Um, Houston coming off kind of a heartbreaker against Old Dominion last week, lost in overtime, forty-three to forty-one. I think they come out with a vengeance here. Uh, they get TCU at home, um, but Houston can score the ball. I think what? Well, they had it was seventeen to fifteen against UTSA the first week, um, so they won that game. Um, Houston's quarterback Daniels put up four hundred one yards last week against Old Dominion. Uh, hit three touchdowns. I think he comes back, does it again. I think he puts up huge numbers against TCU. TCU's defense is downright bad um, for a team that was ranked, what, where were they ranked in the teens uh, preseason? Oh, uh, yeah, they're lo- 20, 21 or 17 or something like that. Yeah, came in, uh, lost against Colorado, which, you know, Colorado kind of took a step back last week, like people thought, but they're still a good team. Uh, but TCU's defense is, is very bad. Uh, if they play, you know, if they have a bad game against Houston, Houston's going to light them up. So uh, I'm taking Houston money line two forty five. I think the actual game spread is seven and a half. Um, yep. So I like Houston plus seven and a half too. If you want to, I throw that as a as a pickle chip as Houston plus seven and a half. But uh, yeah, money line two forty five. Book it. Nice, 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 nice. For my hot pickle, I'm doing it. Hoosiers money line. How'd I know? Plus three ten. Come on, baby. Uh, I would, I would, I, I texted you on Monday when the lines came out to, to go ahead and yeah. put, play, bet the spread for me, because uh, I thought it would be coming down. It is not. No. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I just saw it's, it's at ten. So it's, it's at not, ten I mean, now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's moved down a little a bit. But yeah, I, I locked it in at ten and a half. But um, I just think this is a, a a lot closer game than that. Um, I'm also trying to give out some value. So yeah. most of my pickle chips have been, you know, plus just plus money. But you know, double digit dog winning would would be would be nice, and I just think that this is a team that you know we're we're not that far that I use not that far away from. Like, yeah, they didn't. Louisville hasn't wowed me. You know, they they came out flat against Georgia Georgia Tech uh, and rallied to come back. Um, 
the you know Missouri, Murray State was able to run the ball on them. I think if we're able to do that, we're going to make it easier for Taven for Taven Jackson, who they just named the starter. So, and we saw you know I liked I liked what I saw out of uh, Jackson last week. I know it was Indiana State, but the ball you know the balls he threw you know look good. You know yeah. they they you know he can he's got touch. You know he's he can be accurate with the ball. Was putting it on the guys now. When you're doing that against the you know when when they're getting pass rush in there i that, that's to remain to be seen but um i use actually done a better job pass blocking than they have run blocking coincidentally but uh we need to be able to run the ball i think our i think this is gonna be the best defense that that uh louisville's played so far for sure yeah my concern is that it's brahm versus tom allen and uh you know brahm is four and one all yeah it's kind of against, the best of them. yeah, yeah of, against tom so i don't love that and uh, I think Louisville's team speeds better than us, but hey, baby, gotta take a chance. Yeah, it's essentially a home game for IU. It's at Lucas Oil, which will be there. Um, and it's gonna be a lot t- of Louisville fans, though. I think yeah, it's gonna be they'll close. travel. Yeah, I think it's gonna be we'll close travel. to 50, 50, 50, honestly. But I've watched every minute of Louisville football this year, coincidentally, just because I bet on them both games. Yeah. Um, and you know, they look good against Murray State, but it's Murray State. Yeah. And Murray State should have been able to score the ball a couple times there. They just yeah, yeah. bad quarterback play. They're they're you're right. They're moving the ball on the ground, which I I think IU's going to be able to move the ball on the ground if they're able to get a few big plays, you know, through the air and, and get as close. I I think you know should be able to score the ball a couple times. And you're right. IU's defense is by far the best defense Louisville has seen. So um, they should be IU should be able to stop the run against them, and that's just can they pass? And yep. Jake Plummer's not a good passer. So uh, nope. you know you know. Really, if we can stop the ground game, force Louisville to pass, I, I, I think money line play is uh, is not a bad play, and you know I definitely like the the ten points there. So, yeah, for sure, I think I think yeah, if you're if you're too scary to play the money line, plus ten is, I think is is a is a good bet as well. So for sure, run through your run through your real picks for me real quick, Bill. Yep. So I have. FSU minus 13 and a half, first half spread. Kansas State minus four and a half against Missouri. Western Michigan plus 28 and a half versus Iowa. UAB versus uh, Louisiana Lafayette over 59 and a half. Um, and then I have Florida plus six and a half versus Tennessee. And then Hot Pickle is used to money line. All righty. And to recap mine, I have Memphis minus 14 and a half, Air Force, Utah State under 46 and a half, Penn State minus 14 and a half, Ohio State, Western Kentucky under 64, Washington minus 16 and a half, Wyoming plus 28 and a half, and my hot pickle is the Hoosiers, Indiana University Hoosiers, money line against Louisville. Plus if they win, we're drinking hard. That's a given. <laughs> um, it's going to be, we're going to tailgate, never lost tailgate. That's true. Uh, both of us are going to be in person for that game. I we'll have to create some content for the, for the site while we're up there. For sure. Um, and, uh, probably going to be belligerent and saying things we shouldn't on Twitter. So <laughs> follow us there again, the, uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us on the action network, uh, action network is again, stickles, pickles, CFB, um, action network so you can follow us along see all of our data 
and how we're doing with our picks. I'm tagging our picks now so you can actually see which pick, whose picks are whose. I figured that out a little late in the game too, but um, you, know, you can you can ride with Will, you can ride with me, however you feel like doing. Um, again, we're on all podcast platforms. Soon to be on, we're on video on Spotify. Soon to be on video on YouTube. Hopefully, be blasting out some shorts, blasting out of our shorts, and all that good stuff. So, Will, yeah, good week three. Go. Good luck oh, to you. Good luck to me. Yeah, I need you need the luck. It. Need the luck. <laughs> I, I, they took my sleeves. I, I was unable to pay my booking. They took my sleeves. Well, I didn't know FanDuel did that, but yeah. FanDuel. Corporate FanDuel. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, have a good week. Best of luck to you. We'll see you next week. Peace out, Pickle Pals.